Welcome to Culture Bites, where we take culture theory and turn it into everyday insights. We're powered by Human Synergistics, and our mission is to change the world one organization at a time. We can only do that together with our amazing community, so thank you for listening. Welcome to Culture Bites. My name's Dominic Gawley. I'm a consultant with Human Synergistics Australia, and I'm joined on the show this week by Corinne Cantor. Hey, Corinne. Hi, Dom. How are you? Yeah, doing well. So we're living in a crazy time, though. So I think since last time we're in the studio, the world's kind of changed a bit. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed outside. Just slightly. I think we did notice outside because there's no coffee shop to get That's a coffee right. from before, before the session. So I know. I totally put all my eggs in that basket. So, you know, things have changed a lot and, and it's meant uh, changes for us and our community of accredited practitioners and clients and all that stuff. And so instead of being kind of a quiet month, it's actually been really busy. Because we've been finding new ways to do some old things, I guess. Yeah. And so what I want to do today, Corinne, was talk to you about what are some of the new things that we've actually been coming out with, because it's actually been a great time of creativity for us, I think. And so talk about how, how are we supporting the community and what are some of the things we're coming out with? Yeah, sure. And, you know, what is it? Never waste a good crisis, yeah. I think. Is, jo- is that Churchill? Winston Churchill, yeah. Yep. So that and... So I think initially we have been really busy because we've just been looking at how do we help practitioners immediately mm-hmm. and our clients immediately. And so we put a lot of things online. So we developed a virtual debriefing pack that, so we've been, we did a podcast as it happened. We did a podcast on virtual debriefing, on virtual debriefing before this all happened. Uh-huh. And so we're recognizing that it's still possible to do really good quality one-on-one work via your VC, your choice of VC. And so we've got a virtual debriefing pack. We've got a lot of resources that we've put online. So there's a self-development guide that's interactive. We've got materials that can be swapped with an online version. We've got a one-pager LSI. So everything that our practitioners are used to using and loving in terms of physical materials. Physical materials have been turned to an online virtual debriefing pack. And some of them are pretty cool. I've actually, I've come a long way because I think, you know, I've done some remote debriefs in the past, mainly people living outside major areas, stuff like that. I quite quite like it now. (laughs) It might be in the mix even after this whole thing because it's, um, yeah. I think so. I, I think the virtual coaching actually works pretty well. Yeah. You know. And to me, 95% is the same. It's just the instead of sitting across the table and looking at a paper report together, we're screen sharing. Yeah. You know, but otherwise, and we're using those online resources that yeah. were built. So, And I think two people are getting better at it. True. So, you know, everyone's doing it. And so people are getting better at using the medium and using the medium to open up and to, you know, and coaches are getting better with actually feeling comfortable with the medium. So that's the first thing we did was just put everything online so that practitioners could continue doing the debrief. And so if you're looking for that, it's in your accredited portal. Yes. So so you can log in, you'll see there's kind of a banner ad for the virtual debriefing pack, which has a lot of those materials in it. So log in and check it out there. Corinne also mentioned the remote debriefing podcast that we did. So that was episode 85. Yep. If you're looking for it. We've also been doing a series of webinars where we talk through it as well, Corinne. We have. So 
They've gone down to about once weekly. So when mm. we we're about six weeks, I think, post-COVID first announcement. So we were doing them twice weekly, but we have these webinars that practitioners can register for where we go through the process of remote debrief and the use of these virtual virtual pack. Mm. And I think for most people, it's just, I think, getting confidence and seeing, okay, that's how it works makes sense. It's what I'm used to, but just seeing it in action. And some people have actually done some already, uh-huh. but they join because they just want to kind of check and validate. Yeah. And and sometimes it's not just them checking and validating. Sometimes we get tips from them about, you know, what would be a good way of doing it as well. Yeah, true. We're all learning. And, you know, I think because when this whole thing started, Corinne, I don't know about you, but for me, at least, I was kind of, if I'm honest, I was kind of like, It'll be a couple of weeks, yeah, you know, and then it'll blow over, and we'll be back to it, and I sure be right. But now it's been multiple weeks, and kind of who knows how long it will be. So I think, you know, initially I delayed some debriefs. You know, oh, we'll pick it up in a couple of weeks' time. But obviously, we can't, you know, just keep doing that forever. Yeah. And, you know, we've got to find a way as a country, as businesses, to keep going. So that's right. Yeah, I think that I think a lot of businesses went into stop everything. Yeah. And let's just, you know, wait and see what happens. But yeah. now that it's been going for a while, people are saying, oh, well, actually, this is the new normal. We just need to keep going. And, and how do we adapt under these conditions? That's it. And so we've brought out some special kits as well yep, to help we leaders during these particular times. Is the resilience kit. What's that about? Yeah, the resilience kit is a combination of material. So usually we sell products individually. Mm. And what we wanted to do was encourage organisations and leaders to continue doing their development, continue doing coaching. And we wanted to give our practitioners a set of materials that really supporting them to do their work with leaders. So the resilience kit includes an LSI 1. So it could be that this isn't a great time for some organisations to do with 1 and 2, but continue to to actually do the mindset work and working with what's going on in my head. How do I see myself? One of the things that happens in a crisis like this, uncertainty prevails and, you know, we get much more triggered and faster triggered by our insecurities. And so the LSI one's a really important way of helping people stay centered and anchor. And it's a good springboard for a conversation on how to Mm. support yourself show self-leadership and Mm. personal leadership Mm. to be remain constructive. So Mm. the LSI 1 kit, and in that you'll get a whole report attached with that. Then we've got the LSI 1 interactive self-development guide. So this is something that can be delivered online and used with your coach. And so it's just the interpretation, descriptions of styles, and also what you can do with it. We also have a new publication called Thinking Guide. Now, the Thinking Guide is a series of short narratives, descriptions on different types of profiles. So it's based on when you get an LSI 1, it's based on where the color is. So maybe you've got a lot of blue, maybe you've got a balance of task and people and blue. So it actually describes what might be going on in your mind if you have a LSI 1 profile that looks like this. And then so people say, well, why did you do it if you got the self-development guide? And so it doesn't replace the self-development guide. We just realize that when people initially get their data, mm. they just want a few quick 
quick way to understand what it means. Because it's kind of high, because the development guide goes into the individual styles where this is more looking at the overall pattern. Correct. It looks at the overall pattern. And the other thing that makes it useful is it tells you where in the self-development guide uh-huh. to look for information that's uh-huh. going to help you with this. So the thinking guide. Then we also included something called the RISE workbook. And RISE is a technique. So it's a four-step technique and it's an acronym that stands for Recognize, Identify, Shift and Energize. And at the moment, we're running professional development events for practitioners free of charge for you to learn so we can teach you how to use this technique. Mm. And the RISE workbook is the workbook for clients to use to help them work through RISE with the support of a practitioner. Yeah, great. And I love that we came out with that resilience kit because I think, you know, right now there's never been a more important time for leadership than during a crisis for many businesses like at the moment. Yeah. But it also means we need to be supporting our leaders too. Exactly. You know? Yeah, totally. I mean, you know, I think that in a crisis, all the procedures and processes and plans that you ever had suddenly don't apply. (laughs) You know, and we realize that all that effort we took in building up those systems suddenly, and it's in those circumstances that people look to their leader. And so they're carrying a lot on their shoulders. So I just think we need to be supporting them. Yeah. And and where their head's at and, you know, helping them to maintain that. And with the resilience kit, we've made it a very attractive price because we want Mm. people to feel free to be able to use it. Mm, Exactly. Okay. It's, you know, speaking of things that are quite timely like that, we also came out with the connection meter. What's what's that about, Corinne? The connection meter is a way for organizations to check in on their people who are working remotely or working from home. And the reason we did it was that I don't think I can remember any time where organizations have had all of their people or a huge proportion of their people work from home. Mm. And so the connection meter is a way for organizations to check in with their people. And it's a 10-question pulse survey. Mm. It's a subscription. So you buy a month and you get to measure that four times in the month. So, so every a week. weekly thing. Yep. It's a weekly thing. And it measures how people are doing where they're at in terms of four areas. So they look at practical practicality, so the practicality of working remotely, how people feel access to technology, uh, being free from distractions. It measures collaboration, so the extent to which people feel connected to their team, Mm -hmm. have access to the team, are able to work collaboratively. It measures leadership, the degree to which people feel supported by their leaders, the degree to which they have access to their leaders, and it measures stress. Uh They're the key four things. Now, out of the connection meter, you'll get an, a connection score, which is based on three of the questions. So that's a percentage score that represents how connected people in your organization feel. And there's also a score for each of those four areas. Sure. And so is it helping you identify like hotspots or yeah, what are you looking for? Totally. I mean, and I might use the example of our team, Dom. So sure. we've been doing Connection Meter, I think since March 23rd now. We've done a few of them, yeah. Yeah. And the way that the Connection Meter works is it's really easy to set up. So you might ring up the organization, give us the, the demographics. We send you the link. You send it to the people you want to complete it. Then it's a 24-hour turnaround. So the the survey's open for 24 hours generally. It takes less than two minutes to it's complete. It's questions. Yeah, it's yeah. really, really fast. And once the results are ready, 
you can access it via a dashboard. So one of the things in our team that came up was information, access to information in terms of the practicalities. And and when we talked about it, what we realised is we just, we'd had a hub for the team. We had a consulting hub. We had the Australia Company Hub. We had MS Teams that we, we just started. We added MS Teams, yeah. We added MS Teams and we the team, we had a WhatsApp chat All line as well. All of which are good. We had an email. <laughs> but it was confusing. It yep. was confusing. Yep. So um, we talk about infobesity. Yeah. And so it wasn't that we didn't have information. We had a lot of Too information. Yeah. And you can imagine in the first four weeks, I reckon we were innovating quite a lot. Yeah. And so- the guys on our team were sort of saying, hey, I've lost track of where everything is. And version three, we're up to <laughs> version 12. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. That's right. And so what we did in our team meeting was talk about what that was and how people were feeling about it. And in the end, a couple of actions that came out of it. One of it is one of our team took on the action of actually getting from everybody everything that we wanted to have quick access to, mm. and they've put it all in mm. one one place, one document. Uh, and then we just agreed a protocol. Okay, uh, we're going to use WhatsApp for social chit chat. We're going to use MS Team for ongoing chat around work. If we're going to yeah. write a document, we're saving it on the hub, but we'll import yep. it into the... So we just came up with a really clear agreement about what we were going to do. Yeah. And the connection here just helped us surface that. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it was useful. It was useful because, Dom, I, I often think, I think we had a similar issue, maybe not to that extent because we've always had lots of places where we keep things. But I think in the pre-connection meter, we probably just would have put up with it and yeah, that's private, true. privately grumbled a little that's bit. But, but definitely true. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aha, should we be having a conversation? Um, so a bit of private grumble, but the connection meter just gave us a basis to say, oh, wow, okay, what is that? And because we're doing it every week, because things are changing so rapidly, yeah. we've been able to see change happen week to week. And rather than just waiting, we've been able to say, hey, what's going on? You know, do we, what can we do about this or help me understand it a little bit more? And we've been able to implement the action pretty quickly. Another interesting outcome of it, because you talked about it measures collaboration. And for us, at least, our collaboration scores actually gone up and up and up. (laughs) Maybe because, you know, we're kind of in one place now at home, typically. So we actually can interact more with before, as consultants, we're on the road a lot more yeah. and harder to cross paths. Interesting. I think that is true. I think our collaboration is probably better because yeah. we're also huddling a lot more, yep. you know, and so, but that's something that we experimented with as well is, you know, were we huddling too much for too long? And so I think it's helped us get perspective on what's working yeah. and what needs work. Yeah, revisits it. Another thing, so if if you're interested in the connection meter as well, just reach out to your account manager. Yeah, um, we've also got info on the website. I'll, I'll put a link into the show notes from this podcast as well. So if you go into the kind of info about the episode, one other thing we were collaborating on as a consulting team was our insights webinar series. Yeah. So what what was that about, Grant? I guess. We, again, you know, we're really into helping people develop themselves. And so we thought that with people working from home, that they would be looking for things to do online, things that they could 
continue their development. Yep. Keep sharpening the saw. Keep sharpening the saw and so and not interrupting, you know, not letting COVID interrupt their own professional development. Yep. And so the Insights webinar series is a series of six two and a half hour modules and they're on different topics. Topic one is on personal leadership mm-hmm. and it's basically taking leaders through what are the things that are important to them. It looks at balance in their lives at the moment in Mm. terms of success, what are the things that matter to them. It gives them some strategies for actually working through those mindset issues and also how to help pivot to be able to support themselves to be more effective. We started with that because clearly we think that, as you said, leaders are under a lot of pressure, so they need support. And the way to begin that is with self-leadership. Absolutely. Module two, you know a lot about because you're the one who's uh, doing it along with Liana. Yeah. So module two was around leading remote teams. You know, what was the immediate need to hit the ground running, so to speak, or to review how we're going and uh, managing remote teams as a leader. So we go through all sorts of things to reassessing goals, you know, because I think a lot of people just sort of transitioned online, but didn't consider, you know, the world's changed. Maybe we need to revisit some of our goals through to how do we run meetings, what meetings do we have, and and all the way through to how do we look after our team members. So it really goes through some different topics there. And the idea is to get people thinking, right? We're not there to provide every answer. It's to have discussion, get people thinking and reflecting on their own team. Yeah. So it's not just a content dump, I suppose. Yeah, we were really focused on providing very pragmatic. Yeah tips and tools that people walk away from you can use straight away. Yeah, exactly. That was one of our kind guiding of, I guess, principle. guiding principles. Mm-hmm. And David Byram and I ran module three this morning, which was decision-making. Yeah. So right call, right time. And in the decision-making, we talk about the link between decision problem-solving. Good problem-solving leads to good decision-making, provides some frameworks and some checklists for assessing with, to what extent you're on track in terms of making a good decision and how to bring a team on the journey in terms of implementing decisions. So, you know, the outcome of a good decision isn't the decision. The outcome of a good decision is action. Mm. And so it's really helping people to make the right call in current circumstances under difficult circumstances. So that's four, module three. Module four If module three looks at decision-making, it looks a lot at cause and effect problem-solving. Module four is creative thinking and creative problem-solving, and that taps into strategies that leaders can use to think more in a more innovative way, to think outside the box. And for that, we tap into the research that we did with University of Technology around the science of AHA. Mm -hmm. And so we teach people some techniques for getting them to see things from a fresh different angle. Which Um, could be pretty useful right now as well. We need some fresh views. That's right. That's right. What is it? Necessity is the mother of invention. (laughs) That's right. And then the last, the final, the fifth module is on culture and performance. Yep. So how, what role does culture play in actually shaping an organization's performance? And therefore, what's the impact of leaders in actually creating Mm -hmm. that culture? And the final one, module six, is on leading change. I think, you know, like, I think the bookends of the Insight series, we start with self. Yeah. 
leadership and then we talk about leading change because whatever happens, even when we go back to work, I imagine that social distancing will be with us for some quite some time and that we're going to be going to a, a slightly different way of working. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how much of what we've started during COVID stays. Either way, there'll be... It's disruptive either way. It's disruptive and it'll be really important for leaders to be able to lead change effectively. Yeah. And so it kind of builds up along that series. Corinne, for someone, so we're still, we're kind of midway through this. So you mentioned you just delivered the third module today. To listeners out there who are like, oh no, I've missed... I've missed the first couple of modules. We do deliver multiple sessions. sessions. Yeah. So we we generally do two sessions of each module, generally in the same week. So we did one today and then we'll do an afternoon on Friday. And we've got a few of the early sessions. I know we're doing another Teams one, so they'll be coming back in a couple of weeks' time. So it's not too late is what I'm trying to say if, yeah, if you are yeah. interested to sign up. You know, and if there's demand beyond that third session, I'm sure we'll put on a fourth one as well. So yeah, definitely, we've got a new we've got a new set of dates for rolling out again over May June. Yeah, exactly. So you're not too late. Don't panic. <laughs> um, you can still get in there, and I'll put a link to that as well, so you can get a bit more info on that if that's useful. Awesome. It's been a busy, busy six yeah, weeks putting all that together. Thinking about it, yeah, yeah, it has been super busy, but. And that's been different for us to use mediums in this way, but we're getting a lot of really positive feedback, which is why we've come back to do the second run. I think it's a good amount of time. So, you know, we've got a lot of webinars out there and some are much shorter. And what we've found is we've gone for the two and a half hour because it's enough time to teach whole concepts Mm. and enough time to give proper strategies. As you said, the guiding light was it can be implemented straight away. Yeah. Whereas the the less time you have, the, you know, it's a very quick teach yeah. and, and, we've teach made and it, preach. And we've made it interactive and stuff. So it's not just us, yeah, teaching, exactly, yeah, teaching right. and preaching. Beautiful. The, the other thing I'd add is, you know, this list isn't necessarily the end of the list. So if there's ideas or requests or something out there, let us know. We're, you know, I think we're learning and, you know, coming up with stuff as we go. Sure. So. You know, if there's something in particular that you think would be really useful, let us know. Yeah, do, for sure. Beautiful. And on that note, thanks for your time, Corinne. Thank you, Dom. We'll catch up on another one. We will. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of Culture Bites. If you enjoy the show, remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, leave us a review. It helps other people to find the show. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, email podcast at human-synergistics.com.au. We'd love to answer it. This podcast is copyrighted by Human Synergistics Australia, all rights reserved. To learn more about what we do, visit human-synergistics.com.au.